Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist to the business news. My name is Nasser Pasha, and also joining us is Matt Staub. Very good. We just got done with Restaurant Week a couple weeks ago in in Houston. When's Restaurant Week in San Diego? I can't remember. There's a full-blown Restaurant Week, and then there is some sort of like half Restaurant Week or something, but they're or a pre-restaurant week, but it's not really, I don't know. But I never participate because I don't eat desserts, so. Oh, yeah, it's always like a three-course. And I'm sure everyone's aware. It's like you go to, I usually never, I usually go to restaurants during restaurant week, but never order the fixed menu. The prefix, yeah. It's usually a th- at least a three-course meal, right? Sometimes it's five or, or what have you, depending on the restaurant you go to. Yeah, usually you're looking at an appetizer, like an appetizer slash starter, an entree, and a dessert. And so... I'm not a big appetizer fan. I don't eat desserts, period. So for me, it doesn't really make sense. Period. Yeah. I don't eat desserts, question mark. I do eat desserts. Actually, it looks like San Diego Restaurant Week is coming in in a month. In fact, they have a counter one month, seven days, two hours, 30 minutes, and four, three, two, one seconds. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be closer. But Yeah. So why are we talking about this again? So we're talking about it because in your backyard in Houston, have you been to a Sparrow Bar and Cook Shop? No. Doesn't sound like my cup of tea anyway. Well, yeah, it does. I mean, you like cool, trendy places. I guess that's true. I don't like that it has a plus sign within the name. Like, how do you pronounce that? Sparrow Bar plus Cook Shop? (laughs) Like, even just just thinking about putting it into my Google to search for it or telling people where, you know, oh, meet us at. I guess it's just Sparrow, and then it says bar and cook. Anyway. It's because you don't like math, so the plus sign, you're confused. Yeah, there's no equal sign. Where's the solution? If it gave me the solution, then I'd be fine, but... Yeah. So this Sparrow or Sparrow bar and cook shop put on a or announced an, a $45 prefix menu in August to help raise money for the Houston Food Bank. The only problem is... This fell outside of the Houston Restaurant Week. So people were thinking, well, what's that's kind of weird. I mean, usually you would do this $45 prefix or what the you know, the prefix menu during restaurant week like everyone else does. So then people did some digging and found out that back in what, 2013, there was supposed to be a donation made to the Houston Food Bank. There in fact was not a donation made. So the belief was that this $45 prefix menu was to cover that donation from two years prior. And also, I guess there's guidelines for the food bank and you can't use a charity's name without their permission and failing to disclose how much of the $45 will be donated, both of which SB and C failed to do, didn't get permission and did not disclose how much would be donated. Yeah. And what's interesting is that apparently they try to get comment of this person that wrote this article, try to get comment from the chef who apparently is a, some famous chef or I don't know, famous. She won veteran top chef masters, veteran Monica Pope. It's the person that owns it, I guess, but she was on vacation. So she couldn't comment. So it's hard to know exactly what happened here. All we know is that this Houston food bank didn't actually receive any funds. And by the way, Houston, Houston restaurant week is actually Houston restaurant weeks. 
apparently it lasts for like, I don't know. 52 weeks. <laughs> 50, it's 52 weeks a year. That was a good one, actually. <laughs> it's like those, have you ever been to those sushi places where it's like everything half off every single day? It's like, well, if everything's oh, half yeah. off, then like just put the prices down. I don't get it. Yeah. There was this one sushi place. This was a while ago, but by my house, they had the grand opening banner there forever. And they just had a grand opening sale happy hour. And it was just for weeks and months on end. I, by the time I moved, it was still up there. But yeah, it's, it's the Houston Restaurant Weeks is from August 1st to September 7th. So we're actually still in it. But how, yeah, how they found out was kind of strange because on one hand, I, I kind of understand that maybe this was kind of some kind of mishap. But the repercussions of this is pretty huge. And when you, even if you forget to give donations like that, that can have some dire consequences because here you've collected all this money and for years now you've kept it and, and not paid for it. And this goes to other news stories we may have covered in the past where, you know, you're representing that you're going to provide some kind of charitable donation, a percentage of proceeds, and you're using that marketing to do so and you don't do it. I mean, if you don't do it, especially if you don't do it intentionally, it's fraud, you know, plain and simple. If you don't do it and because you forget to, you still may run the risk of people thinking that you did it for fraud because even how do you, it's going to be hard for you to explain that, oh, I forgot to give, you know, X number of dollars times seven with a number of plates that you sold. You know, it's not, that's not easy. Well, yeah. And I guess the, the amount that was pledged in 2013 is undisclosed. So we don't know how much they would need to cover it. But yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> You can't make this pledge to this food bank and then just completely ignore it. I mean, we don't have all this. Is obviously, they're try, I'm assuming they're trying to keep as much information in as possible so they don't look even worse. But it's, you know, it was a good move by the food bank to say, hey, because they're actually the ones that stepped in and say, stop doing this. If you guys can come even on what you owed us from 2013, okay, we can think about it. But we're not going to let you use our name. I, I think the reason behind, and someone might think, well, why would they do that? It's free money. But obviously they're, it's possible that they're using the name of the Houston food bank to get people to show up and pay money when they normally wouldn't perhaps based on what's happened before. So absolutely. My, my wife and I had this exact same discussion about restaurant week in general, because you know, it tends to be more, more crowded. And then you have this price fix menu of things that you may not want or like you said, you don't eat desserts, but then she was like, well, but a portion goes to to charity. And if you're spending that money anyway, and you're going out to dinner, like some, sometimes it's actually, I think for this case it was seven out of $45, but I think there's some restaurants that I give even a bigger percentage than that. So definitely they get a benefit from being a part of this Houston restaurant week and donating that. But what, you know, what's really strange, Matt, is did you see the response when basically it spread that the food bank asked Sparrow to stop using its name to raise money? The restaurant basically tweeted, we just wanted to do the right thing and make them some dollars, dollar sign at the same time. New charity will be announced Tuesday p.m. Isn't that a strange response to you? Doesn't that, it kind of rubs, rubs me the wrong way a little bit. No? Yeah, there is something wrong with that. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but. It just has a tone to it, right? Yeah. It just has a tone to it as if like, you know, we just wanted to do the right thing. And of course, you know, they walk into the public sphere and the first response that I see is the Sparrow Houston, the right thing is to donate the dollars collected for Houston Food Bank in 2013, not hold second fundraiser to collect the same dollars. Yeah. That's what the impression is, right? That's what seems to be. And this has been only a few days yet. There hasn't been many other other news stories about this. But to me, this is like, you know, if true, they're still probably looking for the facts. But that's that is kind of disruptive, no? Right. Yeah, no, it is. And I mean, it's a pretty easy lesson. It's 
when you pledge an amount to a charity or nonprofit, what have you, you just, you need to follow through with that. And, you know, the specifics of it, I would think that these, you know, somewhere like the Houston food bank would have people in place to kind of run you through the guidelines you need to follow. I mean, in fact, they even mentioned there are guidelines, so you can just read them yourself, but it's not like that you can plead ignorance on this and, or you can say you forgot. I'm sure somebody at the Houston Food Bank reached out to the Sparrow Bar and Cook Shop at some point and said, hey, what about that money you owed us that you said you'd pay us? And they just ignored it, I'm assuming. But I don't think it fell through the cracks. Yeah, it's 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 hard to know. But I just based on that response, I'm, it makes me question it at the least. Yeah. And, you know, so so for businesses that are planning on doing some kind of promotion where X percentage goes to charity, you know, I'm sure people have thought about doing this themselves, but even from a from a very large scale to, you know, the NFL sponsoring breast cancer or to, you know, every product has a little sticker on there saying a percentage goes to charity or what have you. Probably the most important thing is at the least make sure that amount goes to charity. I think that's obvious. But second is you actually do need the permission of that particular charity to use that promotion. Now, you don't need the permission to give them money, but if you're using their trademark or brand in your marketing materials, then you probably need their permission to do so unless they give some kind of blanket use, which I most companies don't do that because they don't want to be seen as affiliated with certain, you know, if they don't agree with that particular company's policies, they may not be want to be affiliated with you. And so you would have to request that. Yeah. This is a pretty easy lesson, like we said. There's no no reason to look too too deep into it. Yeah, it, it's it's an easy lesson not to 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 pay it up. But I'm sure this happens. And from a small business perspective, it's like, okay, I want to run a promotion. I'm going to give X number of dollars to Red Cross, and you put up Red Cross's logo on your website. You put up other marketing material, and hey, that might not fly with the Red Cross. So you might you want to think twice about that. Yeah. And speaking of, by listening to this episode, about 80% of the proceeds that you pay to listen to this episode goes to Matt and I, and the, and the 20% goes to you as a refund. <laughs> 20% back automatically. 100% of our 80% goes to <laughs> pizzas. Oh, you know, we forgot to, we got to get a pizza episode coming up next week, maybe. What does this place have? I didn't even check out their menu. We can't just fit it in. It has to be like pizza focused. Uh, well, this is a local and global. Locally sourced, globally inspired. Oh man, you, you're going to hate this website. Oh, I, I know. I'm looking at it. It's local plus global, locally sourced times, globally expired. I know. No equal signs. By the way, I actually don't like the website. I think it's hard to read. The colors are kind of, I don't know. And they tend to, there's rumors that they don't pay their charity that they advertise for. So another reason why I don't like it. There you go. All right. Well, like you said, easy lesson, but hopefully a good lesson for us to learn as well. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. 
you should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.